Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift. I'm talking with women who share their experiences and what they've learned. We talk about where they're taking action, where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect, and how they are using their God-given gifts to impact the world for Christ. Because every woman of God has a fierce calling, and everybody has a story. So let's tell them to glorify God and share what we know. I hope this podcast encourages and inspires women to step out of their doubt, use their God-given gifts, and walk in their fierce calling. And that's you too, friend. So what happens when your Olympic dream is swept away and pain drains your hope? In today's episode, Reconciling Pain with the Goodness of God, I'm talking with my friend, Tara Bradham. Tara shares about letting go of an Olympic dream and being healed in ways she never expected. Now she's helping others discover the freedom of reconciling pain with the goodness of God. It's her fierce calling. Her passion is to reach people in pain of any kind with the hope and healing only Jesus brings, which may not always look like we think it should, as you'll hear when she tells her story. So listen in while I have a chat with Tara Branham. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast. Today, I welcome my friend, Tara Radom. She is an author, speaker, a podcast host, and a fitness coach who lives in Bozeman, Montana. And her heart's passion is helping people reconcile their pain with the goodness of God. And that's an amazing story that she has to tell us and such an encouragement of what she's doing in the lives of others to let them know that their pain has purpose and God never wastes anything. So welcome to the show, Tara. Great to have you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Share something fun about yourself that others might not know or my listener might be encouraged by. Something you might not know is I love horses. So I got uh, the lady who disciples me currently has horses and I got to go spend time with them this week. So that was really exciting. And I think I'm just working through right now, asking God for joy and peace in the moment. And I think we're all in this time of discouragement and chaos Mm -hmm. and overwhelm. And so just casting your cares on the Lord and, and cast them for good. And then just asking for that joy and peace amidst each day. I hope that can encourage someone. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And your story is so inspiring. And I know that you're helping so many others and even on your podcast as well, which we'll talk a little bit about later on. And I would love if you would share with us where you're taking action or your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Yeah, I love those three words. So My passion that God has developed through my story is God's healing. And I believe that God heals you in the way that brings him the most glory and in the way that brings us closest to him. And that is my heart. And I think that's been very misrepresented over the years by different people and different churches. And that breaks my heart. So that's kind of the compassion of people who have been either church hurt or told, you know, you're not being healed because you don't have enough faith. Um, or just people who are born with things or have things happen and we're dealing with all this physical yuck and pain and it's not like we chose it. So what do we do with that and how do we reconcile it with our faith? And so, yeah, that's just my conviction is defending those who can't defend themselves in that area. And what I have come to think, I know it's not true probably all the way across the board, but I don't see 
addressing physical pain in the context of faith as something that the church big C addresses a lot. And, and I see that as a whole. And I see us trying to do some things for some mental and emotional pain. Um, but there's so many people who live in physical pain, and I don't see a lot of resources for that. Mm. I love how you were talking about that God heals us in the way that brings him the most glory and brings us closer to him. What an impactful statement that is. And so true about the need for the true message for the church to hear. A lot of the lies that surface and the guilt and the shame and the doubt and things like that when it's like, well, you know, you're still suffering because you didn't have enough faith or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. else that people might hear or even things that I'm sure that you've heard yourself with your story. People have things that, you know, they share with you that they feel is encouraging, but it kind of comes out wrong and it's like, that's not helpful. But anyway, so yeah. So tell us about your story and how your book came about because you have a book out now and your podcast and all of that. Yeah. So my story, just in a nutshell, swimming is the avenue that shaped my life. And so people see the cover of my book and I'm wearing a swimsuit and you can see my scar, which I love. My scar is my favorite thing on my body, but it seems like it's a sports memoir and it's really not. It is just the context that God used to shape my life. And so very briefly, I was very good, very young. And so I was the fastest swimmer in the country my age for about three years and and had Olympic coaches tell me I was on track to go to the Olympics. And then I tore my shoulder when I was almost 13 at the end of a state championship. And we didn't know. It was this perfect storm of a crazy pain tolerance and Mm. just timing of medical developments and wanting to prove people wrong. And so it went undiagnosed for seven years. For three surgeries, I had a near-death experience with a nicked artery from a cortisone shot that almost caused cardiac arrest and my lung collapse and just so many injuries. And uh, to the point where after those seven years, I mean, I was 19 years old. I had pain 24 seven from my shoulder to my hand. Didn't want to write, didn't want to type. I I had no quality of life. People said, you're never going to pick up your kids one day and just went into a really deep, dark hole of begging God to die. And, And truly my faith was based on whether or not God healed me. And that sounds ridiculous maybe to some, but to me, um, I have a promise from God and I love sharing it. So I'll share it, but it's Jeremiah 33 and it's, it's about Jerusalem, but I felt like the Holy Spirit said, this is about your life. And he said, I will bring health and healing to you. I will rebuild you as you were before and you'll enjoy abundant peace and security. I will forgive all your sins against me. And then you will bring me renown, glory, praise, and honor before all the nations on earth that hear of what I do for you. And they will tremble and fear and be in awe of the abundant peace and prosperity I provide for you. And so I really believe that God was going to heal me in this lifetime. So I very much believe God heals people through ultimate healing in heaven, through Mm -hmm. integrative medicine, through miracles. I've seen that and experienced it. And sometimes we're still fighting and he knows what's best for us. And I think he cares more about our hearts than our body. Truly, our body is the shell, right? And so, but yeah, I, I, that was the crux of my faith of God, you're going to heal me. Or I don't, I don't know if you're good. I don't know if these promises I've believed are good. And Um, he did end up healing me and third surgery, they cut off my bicep and flipped it over and underneath it had started degenerating. And so they couldn't see that until that third surgery. So I was in this place where we've already had all these surgeries, MRIs. I mean, there's nothing they can do like, God, you have to heal me miraculously, or I'm going to live life in horrible pain. You know, definitely started having suicidal thoughts. Just, I can't 
just it's so hard to describe what that kind of pain is like for that long and to have no hope medically that it was ever going to get any better. So they rebuilt about 75% of my shoulder. I'm missing about an inch of my bicep. And I came back. I still believe God had something crazy for me. I ended up swimming for Texas A&M and I ended up finishing my career, not how I wanted, but uh, missing Olympic trials again by about four tenths of a second. And um, I was like, God, this is not this is not a good story. It's like a roller coaster. And then you don't even end on going to the Olympics or something great. And Mm -hmm. he was like, you know, but so many more people can relate to disappointment than actually achieving something like that. And so that's how the book came about. He told me to write it. And um, I actually lived in South America for a year. And so I was in a hammock on the Amazon river. And he was like, why aren't you writing your book? And I was like, oh, okay. So um, taught myself how to write a book proposal and then pitched at a writing conference and, and, then we have the book. So that's, that's where it came from. And that is the story behind how my passion came to be for people in chronic pain. Mm, That is amazing. When you think about it, because of course, all of our lives, the Olympics have been like built up, you know, as this amazing event that if you are an athlete, you need to try to get to the Olympics or that should be what your goal is. But God's goal for you was so much bigger than the Olympics. It's just amazing. Yeah. He wrote the story he wanted to write. And the fact that it's still a published book is his story because I, my mind, that promise, every nation will tremble in fear meant the Olympics. You know, Mm -hmm. we just take a promise and run with it. We don't listen for, for what he's actually intending in different ways. And the coolest part about that promise is now I think that the book and the podcast and these heel retreats that we're making for women that is the completion of his promise. Like if you're listening to this recording right now, that is the completion of the promise. It's just not what I thought or expected. And I think a lot of times our miracles or the promises of God, he's every always faithful and he doesn't lie and his word does not return void, but it does not always look like what we think it's going to look like. Amen. Amen to that. And what is amazing also is that if you had gone to the Olympics, right, that the lives that you would have impacted would have primarily been fans of swimming events, right? Or, you know, that kind of in your lane, pardon the pun, you know, it's like, you know, that is just something that God opened up for you uh, to reach so many more people with encouragement and hope because of the deep, dark place that, you know, he allows us to go to at times for his purpose, which it's hard for people to understand, and it's hard for us to understand, like you said, in something that you said to me when we were talking about how you were going to be on the podcast and everything, when I had asked, how have you seen God at work in your life and what difficult seasons has he brought you through? You shared about those things, but then you said, finding that the longer I walk with God, the more okay I am with the mystery of who he is. That struck yeah. me. God gives me goosebumps, you know. God yeah, bumps or whatever. One of my favorite quotes is if God were small enough for us to understand, he wouldn't be big enough for us to worship. Mm. And and we put him in these boxes. And um, another thing I'm processing in love right now is Mark Batterson. I absolutely love. And, and he talks about that leaders walk with a limp. And if you're talking about your fierce calling, it's going to take walking with a limp and thinking about Jacob wrestling with God and Hey, God came after him. He's the one who started the wrestling match. And then you wrestle all night and you, you know, is wrestling this pride and selfishness out of him. And in one second, he touches his hip and he's like done. And, and with the medical technology of the day, he probably would have walked to the limp for his entire life. And so 
have you wrestled with God to the point where you walk away with a limp? You know, because I think Mark Patterson was like, you know, I'm getting to the point where I don't trust leaders who don't have a limp because I don't know that you've really wrestled with God. And so it's okay to not be perfect or to say, I don't understand because God is bigger than our understanding that he created. Yes, that sure does say a lot about a person's relationship with the Lord because there are seasons of difficult times and it is encouraging for the things like that you've already shared so far, like how you were talking about your scar. That's yeah. beautiful. How you I can tell you, you that story if you want. Yes. Yes, please. That'd so be I, awesome. I call it my covenant scar. And the reason it's the favorite thing on my body is because seven in the Bible is completion and perfection. And so actually from my three surgeries, I didn't realize this until a few months after the last one, but there are seven little scars. And then in the big one, there are seven stitches. And so for me, it was this symbol on my body and people are like, would you ever get a tattoo? And I'm not super into tattoos, but I was like, also like, no, because my scar is the best tattoo I could ever get because it has so much symbolism for me. And, and I, after all these health issues, there are many times when I feared, am I going to tear it again? Is it really healed? I don't know if it's really healed. And every time I would just look down and say, no, this is like, it's complete, it's perfected. God's going to use it mm-hmm. now. That's awesome. That's so amazing and beautiful because you think about too, like Jesus's scars and, mm-hmm. you know, and for us being more like him and growing to be more like him and, and his suffering that he actually looked forward to that with joy because of knowing mm-hmm. what the bigger picture was, like what was yeah. the plan, you know, for God. And so yeah. thanks for sharing that. I love that. Yeah. I love that because it is, it's like a battle scar. It's, it's showing that things aren't always, like you said, what we think they are supposed to look like because Mm -hmm. God's ways are higher. And so that's amazing. So you also speak, right? What are, what are some other things that you have done to reach people? Yeah. So I speak when I'm given the opportunity and we're doing a virtual book tour right now. You know, the pandemic has just made things very, very different for everyone, but Mm -hmm. that is a place where I definitely feel called, even though Typically, I have been terrified of public speaking growing up, but God has still called me into that. And when I am preaching, I feel like it is the place I was made for. Just mm. your calling of, I just have this moment where God is is speaking through me and I that's where I feel like I belong the most. But yeah, I've also created a podcast. So it's called Vying for Victory. And it's an interesting concept. My husband was asking me about this because... I, it's called vying for victory, but then a lot of times I sign my book fight from victory. And he's like, how can you explain how you vie for victory and fight from victory? And so it's knowing that the end has already been written and that Jesus won the war already. That's already been done. And Mm -hmm. Satan knows he's defeated, but also like there are battles that are still to be fought. And so the podcast is about all those battles we're still fighting and surrendering to the Lord. And so Each week, I just interview someone who has gone through some kind of physical pain, limitation, struggle with God, and just come out the other side, or they're still fighting, but they're they're surrendering it. And so that is, we talk about all kinds of things, but the common thread is that there's something physical going on. And then with that, it's turned into a retreat that was going to be in person, but we launched it virtually. And now it makes a lot more sense to be virtual 
because if you think about people in pain, you know, I have a friend who's an amputee and she was like, yeah, I was actually able to just take my leg off and lie down on the bed and, and watch the retreat versus having to worry about, oh, can I sit in a chair for that long and mm-hmm. different things. So we're doing them seasonally. We're doing four now. So we'll do the next one, July 18th. And that's just building community around your faith and pain and struggle and then speakers and giveaways and all of that. Nice. And it is so encouraging, even for people to know that they're not alone mm-hmm. in their pain or in their journey, even though each person has their own personal journey that, yeah. you know, that is so cool. And the fact being that look what comes out of how God does work all things together for good, you know, just like the Romans eight twenty eight verse, it's like, okay, yeah. here's a pandemic. You can't have this thing in person, but this is better, you know, so yeah. that people don't have to struggle. And, you know, when we think about it, like having to travel and all of that, that is really hard for people that are experiencing that chronic Mm -hmm. pain or whatever they're going through. So that's awesome. And I love that you're having several a year. Yeah. I think there's such truth to seasons in our life as well. And I don't know how it's going to play out so far, but we're just developing this one. So it's summer heal and the theme is abundant life and that balance. And so Mm -hmm. I wonder if they will coincide the themes that God gives with the seasons. Yeah, you know, that breaking down and then the winter and then the rebirth and we'll see. Yeah. Do you think there's like a turning point where some things just started to click after, was it maybe after your last surgery or the discovery of what was going on with your, was it your bicep you said, or mm-hmm. was there a, any kind of a turning point that you recall where it was like something happened within you to, to shift your mindset? Towards my ministry or just Mm -hmm. in general? Yeah. The fact being that because it's hard to let go of a dream. Yeah. But then God puts other dreams in us. So what did that look like for you? So that wasn't actually, honestly, until about six months ago, I definitely had a turning point after the third surgery where I realized I wasn't going to question my sanity with my pain for the rest of my life. And Mm -hmm. that's where I I created this live the miracle. And we're recording this on a Friday. And so I do uh, on social media, try to do each week a TGIF, but like, thank God I'm free. Um, Like live your miracle because miracles don't look the way we think, but you know, if I can touch something above my head, living miracles like that. So there was that perspective shift, but then I had to then face the death of the dream of what the healing I thought that I was going to get after that. And so I actually was a teacher for two years and a swim coach. I taught Spanish and that's very all consuming. And then I met my husband who is in Montana and I was in Austin, Texas. So quite a bit away. And so I decided that we felt praying that I was going to be the one to move. And so when I moved, not only did my teaching certification not transfer, but also I felt like God was just leading me to not teach anymore. And I mean, when you're coaching and teaching, I mean, it's at least five or 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m. I mean, there's not a whole lot of time left in the day. And so I got my personal trainer certification and I, I coach at Orange Theory Fitness, but that has enabled me to have this other time. And it's like when you give God time, what he does with it is incredible. And so just giving him that space to talk and do other things, that's when he started birthing this. And it came from just a coffee date with a woman. And I felt like he just, this moment dropped this vision of a conference into my heart. And I I do hope it is in person one day, but just how can I tangibly help women of like, can we give them an essential oils treatment for free or have masseuses come or give them manicures and pedicures because they're spending all their money on chemo. Mm. And 
when it happened, I was so excited. Hadn't been that excited for a while until my husband, he got home and it was just so from God because I was like, everything makes sense. Like it makes sense that he would tell me to do this, but I never saw it coming before he did. And then same thing, very similar to what you said about writing your book is I am working on a book called God's Commas, whereas we think a lot of times God has put a period in our life and it's only a comma. And so it's people's stories of healing. And I was in the middle of writing this proposal and I was like, I can't, this is only like 15 stories I get to share. There's so many. And I was like, I thought I might make a podcast one day. And God's like, well, make one. So essentially, and then the heal retreat. And so I've essentially started three businesses in the past six months, which is just nuts, but it was so many years in the making, Mm -hmm. but then just dropped kind of when I gave God space to do it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It reminds me of that scripture verse that said that he will do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ask or think. Who would have thought, right? Right. You had no idea. And if, and if he shows us these things too soon, we'd be like, oh, you know, overwhelmed, but he just rolls it out, puts people in our lives. Like the woman you sat Mm -hmm. with over coffee, you know, just something like that. That is a moment that you'll remember for the rest of your life, you know, yeah, that that happened. So, but tell us a little bit more about how the listener can connect with you, how they can grab a book and all of those things. Yeah. Thanks. So my website is tarabradham.com and you can head there and then the code is fierce, all capital, and then 2020. And that'll give you a discount of $2.99. And I will autograph that copy. So you can still get it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and those places. But I would love to give you a copy personally and get to sign it for you. So that's where you can get the book Swimming for Freedom. And then you can find the podcast Vying for Victory on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you find a podcast and subscribe. That always really helps. And then the heal retreat, my husband just made a new website and I'm really excited about it, Mm -hmm. but you can go to theheelretreat.com and you can even sign up no matter where you are because it's virtual. So you can sign up for the July 18th month if you want. So cool. Thank you for sharing that. And so if the listener will just grab you a copy of your book that you're going to sign for them. And even if the listener isn't experiencing pain or something, they'll have somebody in their life that is going through something because it touches all of us, whether it's personally or through someone we love and care for. So, right. And I think one thing I do want to say is like my ministry is physical pain, but that doesn't mean that any other pain is less valid. Mm -hmm. And so like emotional and mental and spiritual, that is all valid. It's just, this is my story. But I do think the book and everything else, I mean, if you've had any kind of disappointment, like it's, it's for you, um, mm. especially in such a confusing time we're in. Yes, definitely. And thank you for sharing that because that is a wonderful point that it is applicable for any type of pain, like you said, physical, emotional, where you were explaining in the beginning of the show, how you had reached such a dark point. I mean, mm-hmm. even suicidal thoughts and that kind of thing, it's just it's so much more prevalent than we think. Yeah. It's just so, so much of that happening. And so people just need to hear a message of hope. And that's yeah. what your book brings. That's what your podcast brings. That's what you bring. So that's what Jesus brings. <laughs> definitely Jesus is doing a mighty work through you. And this has just been so wonderful. I just appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your heart and all that God's doing and has been doing in your life and your ministry. Thank you so much, Doris. I'm, I'm really appreciative and grateful to be, have been here today.
Well, thank you. And I hope that I get to have you on again sometime. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Well, you take care and we'll talk soon. You as well. Thank you for listening. Tara shared her incredibly inspiring story, and I hope it encouraged you today. She is finding that the longer she walks with God, the more okay she is with the mystery that He is. But we can still know Him, know His character, and have a personal relationship. How about when she shared about her scar? That was so beautiful. Reconciling pain with the goodness of God is what she is called to share with others. She is sharing her fierce calling through so many different ways. And you can connect with Tara at tarabradom.com. And don't forget to grab her book, Swimming for Freedom, A True Story of Faith, Hope, and Victory, and use the discount code FIERCE20, and she will personally autograph the book for you. That's an amazing offer. Check out her Vying for Victory podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also sign up for her next heal retreat that Tara talked about in the show. Because Jesus is our healer, and he wants to heal your pain, friend. I would also love to stay connected. So subscribe to this podcast and join my email list for free. I'll send you monthly encouragement and awesome resources that'll help you in your walk with the Lord. Friend, you have a fierce calling, and don't let the enemy tell you otherwise. Your pain has purpose, and God has gifted you to make a difference in the world. I hope you join me next time when I invite another woman who is taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.